Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by the House of Yang. They would like to give their heartfelt thanks to the staff, presenters, and attendees of the Power Exchange Summit 2013. To Jasmine for making Caspian feel welcome and taking him to the staff lunch. Anytime you need a massage, he is at your service. To Talina for organizing the wonderful volunteers. The hard work you put in did not go unnoticed. To Casey Cunningham for the classes and panels and the friendship that is going to last for a lifetime. To Master Griffin and Slave Ann, thank you for running the Slave Seeking Service. It was truly an honor to help out and hope Caspian did the house proud. To Sir Andy and Slave Sue for the story and the lecture. Thank you for introducing us to Mass Canada and the tools for helping us to start one in our city. To Mast Columbus, thank you for the hospitality room and for allowing us to sit in your open meeting. It was eye-opening and we're looking forward to starting one in our town. To all our new friends that we have made and will continue to keep, you helped make our first Power Exchange Summit a memorable one that will be treasured always. Finally, we would love to give thanks to Dan and Dawn. Aww. It was worth the 19 plus hours it took to drive to Columbus. We learned so much during the weekend and grew as a family. Thanks for the books, the event, and especially the voice of Master Dan. Continue the podcast and we will continue to listen. You have true loyal fans north of the border. We can't wait to see what is planned next year. See you then. Love from Sir Bill, his slave Ressa, and the house slave Peter. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Why did you make that excited noise? Because we have a hotel meeting today, and if things go right, we may have a date for next year. We indeed plan to have a date for next year. Oh, hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Very nice of the House of Yang for that uh, very, very kind and courteous and somewhat lengthy, but nice front bump. Yes, it was enjoyable. <clears throat> well, I heard you do a little, aww, during the middle of it. I was like, this is very professional sounding. This is coming out nice. And... Yeah, and I almost stopped it. I'm like, okay, it's just going to have to stay in there. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you to Sir Bill, Slave Risi, and Risa, and Slave Peter for that nice front bump. Uh, obviously, they had a good time at Power Exchange Summit. And uh, if you were not interested in Power Exchange Summit, we'll give it a break for about Soon, six more months. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, or you could just go and see why everybody's so damned excited about it. You know what? I love being at the room. And like during the Monkey Puzzle Club, there's people that went to PXS that were there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, what was it, last week? And I was coming down from a, coming down a little bit from the event. But I was still excited. So I was going around and I was like, hey, how was PXS for you? And getting the, oh, my God, you know, it's life changing. And, you know, all these mm-hmm. fabulous responses and it's really heartwarming. Okay. <laughs> you know, what we're doing is valuable. Onward Yay. ho, though. Let's move on to yes. new things. Okay. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the slave journal. And just quite quite humorous that Slave Yin, <laughs> I should say Slave Risa, uh, approached us a couple of weeks back and at PXS, actually. Right. And said, you know, hey, 
I suggested that topic, you started it and you never finished it or something? Something like that, that we never really went into it the, in, the, in the depth that she was hoping right. for. So we promised to go back to it. And then the boy King re wrote recently and uh -huh. said, hey, can you, and matter of fact, last night is when he wrote about the slave journal. I said, well, you know, that is on our topic list and now it's on the top of our topic list. Now it's list. on the topic, top, top of the topic list. <laughs> so we will be talking about the slave journal. We were talking about a lot of stuff because we got a lot of uh, stuff on our little list here. We do. Uh, I am going to start off, though, by by mentioning that um, I have this comment that, oh, so this is pretty interesting. This is another <laughs> Canadian listener. Uh, they said that they were listening to one of our podcasts and we were going through a list of things to make your slave feel owned. Right. We're actually on uh, episode five of the series of 101 things to make your slave feel owned. Oh, as okay. a side note. Anyway, they said uh, that one of the things that I didn't like was making a slave wear a sign to an event explaining what they did wrong. Mm -hmm. I said it'd be okay for a play thing. Right. But I didn't see it as a ownership thing, although I could certainly see it as an ownership thing, I suppose. Anyway, we talked about that already, but they said <laughs> that uh, they liked what I said, but they are more play-oriented, and they really like scenes where we attach messages to our play partners. Now, I was okay, whatever. I've seen, we've seen that before, where people mm -hmm. will take a sign, uh, I'm a dirty slut, or something like right. that. Now, much more inventive than this. So what they did is they have a, uh, someone who, ide who identifies as a kitty. And actually, kitty was being a bratty cat. So bratty cat, the first thing they had to do was take her paws and put a plaster cast, immobilizing both of her hands. Oh, my God. Right? Next, they took uh, gauze and letters and put between her two nipples, the hanging the words, tiger sucks puppy cock. Oh my God! Okay. They then took a uh, added another message that says "I love dogs" on her breast as well. This is via uh, suturing onto her naked breastesses. Wow! They then took a stuffed puppy and sutured it between her breasts, so it was dangling there. And then took her out to the party. Uh, I, I tell you, the description I'm giving you does not do this justice. You'll have to actually have go to see, see the this. pictures. Uh, I'm going to so actually wow. click love on that right there. And there we go. Uh, so, although, shoo, people are very <laughs> fucking inventive, inventive, right? Well, that's one of the neat things. You can be creative in this, in this world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And we've actually talked about that quite a lot, how mm -hmm. um, some of our play styles allow us to be very creative. Yes. Talk, dirty talk, for example, is a very creative. Oh, so, yeah. But this, this is absolutely very creative. And I did get uh, permission to go ahead and put a link to that post up. So go to our Erotic Awakening website and find episode 258, and you'll find a link to that. It's quite inventive. Ooh, maybe it'll fire up some more creative ideas for people. Would you like to have an animal, a stuffed animal? The, the, the funny thing is, I was going to say, would you like to have a puppy sutured between your no. breasts? But we just got a we brand just got new a puppy. puppy. <laughs> Who's running around here somewhere. Oh, she's chewing on the couch right now. <laughs> uh, podcast. You know, the funny thing, now you mentioned something really funny to me earlier, that... Uh, we used to have a dog named Pup, uh, named Elsie, who right. passed about three years ago. Right. And you pointed out that Elsie used to be on the podcast. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's, that's insane. Elsie's been gone. Well, we've been doing the damn podcast for that long. Right. That, that podcast listeners not only know Dan and Don, but they know the variety of pets that mm -hmm. have come and gone in our life, which is really bizarre to me. Really bizarre. But you know what was another neat thing? What's that? Is that we were looking at the rules, because she's going to be a really tiny puppy, and... 
tiny puppies can, can get out of control and try to take over the household. So you have to make sure they don't get that small puppy syndrome, mm-hmm. which, which makes them uncontrollable and, and blah, blah, blah. So I'm looking up the rules that you should really follow to keep your puppy from, I really should have printed this out so I could read some of them, but um, these rules that we have to follow to make sure that we're dominant in the household. In the house, over the dog. Right, right. right. And it's like 14 rules. And at the beginning of it, it says, if you follow these 14 rules so that you are alpha and they are puppy, they can release the idea that they need to be in charge and just be their little playful puppy selves. And I was like, oh, that's slave training. That's what I'm talking about. If I have somebody strong to follow and know that I don't have to do it, I can be my... Happy little puppy self. So, and then there's 14 rules, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. That's slave training to a T. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I just recently heard from um, uh, Knights of Mist, is what name I will use today. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, he was talking about the 100 rules and the 14 and all that. And it's like, well, why don't people come up with their own? And we're actually going to talk to him on the podcast about oh, that. Nice. But, but it's interesting that you can find your 14 puppy rules for an right. obedient puppy and have an obedient well, slave off those as well. It's, Does it include getting you fleed and dipped? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> but it includes things like if, uh, if there is a meal that you, you eat first... And you make sure the puppy watches you eating first. And then when you are ready, you feed the puppy. Don't let them bark at you saying, hey, I'm hungry too. <laughs> don't let, you know, don't let them paw at you saying, hey, what about me? You know, they have to learn to sit there. You know, they and, and it's just this really alpha, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so here's the danger of being creative. Yeah. What are we doing in uh, four or five hours? We're going to be at T's. No, we're going to be a Twisted Tryst. Twisted oh, sorry, Tease sorry. A month away still. I'm getting all mixed up. Yes. Twisted Tryst in Indiana. Which is an outdoor camping kinky event. Yes. Which means that if I want you, to, if I want to practice some of my uh, dominant puppy list on you. Yes. Uh, when you try and go potty, I could say, no, over in the grass. Go over oh in the grass. <laughs> you know what's funny? Huh? I remember that, that type of scene happening at Dark Odyssey. Yeah. Summer camp. The girl that had the dog food bowl, and she was made to be the puppy, and oh, uh, I'm getting older. As, as long as I'm not made to hold it, um, <laughs> I may have to be spanked for being a bad puppy. <laughs> All right, this is just getting weird. Onward the puppy's home. puppy's staring at us like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, to a, a little more of a reasonable type of people. On the Gift of Gabriella blog, uh, she recently uh, must have listened to episode 255 on slave training, and she did a post called Awakening. I put a link out to our website, uh, or on the, a link to that post on this episode notes as well. Awesome. Worth checking out, and kind of neat to see somebody referring to one of your podcasts and having a positive effect. Mm-hmm. If you think that our podcast or stuff has a positive effect on you. Nice segue, huh? Yes. I see you're trying to flip back to page one. We've got so many notes. Uh, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or go to the Got Comment form on the webpage, www.eroticawakening.com. Or our puppy-free Facebook page, Erotic Awakening, one word. Yeah, my personal one's not so puppy-free, <laughs> so is it? <laughs> um, on Fat Life, our group is Erotic Awakening, two words. 
And uh, we have a Twitter account, Dan and Dawn. That um, we kind of sort of remember I don't, now well, and then. Yeah, I don't really. Either. I do post every now and then. Every now and then. And I see when post comes through. The uh, funny, I recently on my personal uh, Facebook page uh, said, if you guys don't recommend a new book for me to read while I'm at Trist, I am going to subjugate you to more pu- pictures of the puppy. <laughs> and people responded, we love the puppy, more pictures of the puppy. So I know, they want us to do a, uh, a Facebook page for the puppy uh-huh. so that I can post pictures all day long and not lose family members because that's my vanilla site yes. so now, we were at a your graduation party recently and uh-huh. uh Barak and sheba were there and sheba completely fell in love with the puppy which is unusual but yes she did and uh, pictures spent, to prove it yes absolutely she's not a big dog person and uh, uh Barak spent most of the time saying no no and not to the puppy either to the idea of having their own puppy and it's funny i was supposed to be the girl of the hour I the know. puppy was the girl Absolutely. of the hour. She was so cute. Uh, I do want to really quickly mention, um, hey, Slavian, are you listening? When we were at Power Exchange Summit, I was hoping your master was going to give me permission to reach over and grab your hair and pull you close to me and put my ear next to your mouth and whisper something. I don't know what I would have whispered, but <laughs> hi, Slavian. How are you? Awesome. I hope that made your little clitty tingle. Ooh, made mine tingle. <laughs> Does that count? I like it when once in a while, normally we hear about your giggle. Every once in a while, somebody mentions my voice. When you, when you mention my voice, you get to hear my voice. There you there go. There you go. <laughs> uh, no food on boobs or random comments or anything like that. You did get... Uh, so there's no food on boobs. Fortunately. <laughs> fortunately. Because we need... Quite some time because Chip the Tentacle Guy somehow found 17 videos and game links. For tentacles. Yes. Yay. And then um, Katie, so she didn't sign how, I, I'm not doing her full name. I don't know exactly how to refer to her. So, but we'll go with Katie. It's oh, kind right, of generic right. enough. Yeah, she did the <laughs> the pick of tentacles coming out of a girl's mouth. With, like, bright red right, lips. Right, And you responded to her first saying, yeah, Dawn loves tentacles. She's going to hate this picture. Not calamari. Right. You know, she's not a calamari fan. And and I wrote back and went, yeah, I don't know that I like this one. Until she explained it. Yes. And she said that there was a symbology behind it of, um, it was about the symbology of inner naughtiness and how the inner naughtiness was coming out. So, and I tell you, at first all I saw was tentacles with red lips. So, <laughs> but... Real yeah. tentacles, like Climbing calamari. Out of <laughs> I do like the symbology of that. But, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we're just rocking right through this. We are. Right? Um, we do have some new subscribers. Do we? We have some surprises on the new subscribers. Surprises for us. No one else is going to know who they are. So, but we have. Um, I want to jump right to the one that surprised me, and that's uh, Kelly from Ohio. Because she used to run OLF. Oh, yeah. Ohio Leather Fest back in the day. Back in the day. And it's like, oh, Kelly, haven't heard from you in a while. Yay. (laughs) Maybe it means she's listening. You can start at the beginning now. (laughs) I had to jump to Kelly. (laughs) And I love to jump around like that. So often the uh, subscriber list has an international flair. This has very much of a Midwest flair to it today. Mm -hmm. Marvin from Indiana. Zarius from Indiana. 
Ha ha. Uh, Kelly. Over Kelly. <laughs> uh, Mickey from Ohio. Daddy Crone from Washington. It's almost impossible to say that without saying, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so no, fine. That's, uh, no, that's for uh, Mickey, by the way, not Daddy Crone. <laughs> Bess from Ohio. William from Texas. Mike from Indiana. Joyce from Indiana. The Mike from the Indiana. The Mike from Indiana. <laughs> Joyce from Indiana. And Michelle from Ohio. And Phil from California. So Phil, you're fucking us all up with your, your West Coast phase there. So, well, Daddy Crone's Washington. And do you oh, remember where we met Daddy Crone at? Uh, of course I do. That would be quite rude for me not to remember meeting Luper, Daddy. Lupercalia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just heard from Barry last night, as a matter of fact. I know. He called me first to get your number. <laughs> <laughs> it's neat when I see a Canada number come across my phone. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> they, uh, he wanted me to, because we've done uh, Canada twice now. Uh-huh. We, we actually know some people in Canada now. Yes. So. Uh, we've done Lupercalia twice, and... We knew we weren't going to get invited back a third year because they don't do right, three they, years in a row. Nobody does presenters three years in a yeah, row. Yeah, they rotate. With some exceptions that only you and I get to. We actually have some exceptions to that. Uh-huh. Anyway, so uh, Barry was asked, hey, you know, who else would you recommend? And I said, oh, well, Barry and Sheba are very, have similar qualities that we do. You know, they mm-hmm. have great audience participation. They're very well liked, uh, blah, blah, blah. So that's why... He called, and that's what I told him, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to tell him, you know, this one time in St. Louis, me and Don, (laughs) Beric, and Shiva did this four-person class. We did. So uh, maybe we'll all go. And maybe, and now that I think about it, the Floating World will be there as well, so maybe they'll book something like that. Oh, that'd be neat. Because Lee Harrington will be there as well. So the Floating World is the first event where all the podcast hosts will be at the same event at the same time. That's going to be so cool. It'd be neat if we all interviewed each other. Maybe. <laughs> the, the, the part about that would suck is, uh-huh. what would would we have three podcasts that are the exact same thing in a row? Oh, ah, snaky. So it was really interesting when we did the um, Barrick Sheba Dan and Dawn workshop, though, because it was on Polly. Yeah. And each of us view Polly a little differently, so it was really neat. We do actually have a topic coming up, folks. The we do. Slave we journal. Do. do you actually have? Where is your slave journal? My slave journal is in my backpack in my little thingy. It's a little blue and white one that. You saw last night. Okay, just make sure it's nearby. Yes. We'll talk about that in a moment, why that's important. <laughs> um, so nothing there, no food on boobs. No food on boobs, I uh, know. I guess so. we should, though, mention absolutely. That's a dramatic pause there. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource for and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. From lube to libido-exciting erotica, you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. Nice. Thank you all. Well, we're also sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. And their next event is the AIS Rough Body Play Intensive on Saturday, July 20th. And the intensive is $30, the room party is $20, and both together are $45. So this runs from 10 to 6, and then 8 to 2. It's at the normal Princeton Club VIP floor, so come out and have a great time. I was actually talking... Oh, did I cut you off? Yes. Please, feel finished. You didn't get to <laughs> say your end line. For more information, 
And you can find out more at adventuresandsexuality.org. I was talking to Barrett the other day about what this Rough Body Play Intensive is. And it's uh-huh. not like they're bringing in a presenter. They're bringing in the Rough Body crew. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not too sure. He'll have to tell us about more about that. But it sounds okay. like, uh, sounds pretty interesting. So it there does. you go. If it wasn't for the fact that I haven't said uh, you should go rate us on iTunes, tweet about us, or lick us on Facebook, or even better, tell your friends, we would have... That's it's that's to the part where we talk about our topic. Awesome. And you know what? We have not we did not do a um, we talked about the new subscribers. I didn't create a May newsletter. <gasps> I know. Well everything was PXS, PXS, PXS. So what would have been in the newsletter? PXS. PXS right. <laughs> so starting in June, I'm gonna be creating one while we're at Trist. So Oh, oh so you're gonna work it while we're at Trist. Yeah, I'll probably work it while we're at I thought Maybe that was our not. vacation. <laughs> it is kind of our vacation. I am almost tempted to leave the laptop behind so that really? I can't start working on this new website. Oh, it would drive me crazy, I think. So I know everybody's going to be running around and doing all kinds of naughty stuff. We're probably going to be sitting by the fire, chit-chatting. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I really don't know. Bring the toy bag. I'm bringing with, the toy bag. And uh, we'll oh, see what happens to it. Because we have a play date with someone. And I'm bringing my kink starter cards, too. <gasps> me, too. Me, too. And I'm actually going to use them ex- a lot this time. Yeah? I'm actually going to do some maybe some single carding okay. on the kink starter cards. You know, just have a card. Mm-hmm. You know, normally I do a combination of scene and accessory and mm-hmm. uh, implement right. and style. My, now I just do, like, maybe just a scene card all by itself and, say, and, and maybe a little egg timer. That's not a bad Fuck idea. Fuck me. Want, you know those little egg timers yeah, that come yeah, in the yeah. old games with the sand? Yeah. I want one of those. Okay, I'm writing uh, it down, except my pen dried up. <laughs> I have my slave journal and my pen dried up. So here we are, <laughs> making vacation sound like work. Oh, no. let me write down that. Oh, I, gotta I think get it'll that be fine. I, I think, think it'll so be fine because we're stopping by the gaming store anyway, right? Oh, good point. Because we're bringing so gaming stuff too. We, uh, it, for, so if you are new to the podcast, you may not realize how... Geeky. <laughs> yes, we are. We're not. Uh, we're not playing any Dungeons and Dragons. We're not that level of geeky. We're Anymore. not doing any LARPing <laughs> right now. But we are playing the fuck out of some Dominion mm-hmm. and Flux Katan. and Tarkasan. I will point out a. Uh, you know, let me do a shout out for the Boy Guys Night Out podcast. Yeah. Uh, where they take a pot a. Um, different game every week and they play a different game oh, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. played Star Flux and hated it they played Cards Against Humanity and loved it they played Carcassonne they played uh, a couple games I've never heard of uh, based oh uh, the first one I heard was the, the Welcome Back Cotter game really so that's a fun podcast if you're into gaming at all ooh we're bringing Cards Against Humanity too and um, <laughs> one of our presenters at next year's PXS, which we've completely failed to stop talking about PXS and started on next year already. Right. Uh, one of our uh, presenters at next year will be Kevin and Katie, mm-hmm. who we completely, uh, what is it, blame yes. for the Dominion addiction we currently have. Oh, I even set up my box last night. Like, she's got her set up. So that would be neat. I can't wait till they get here. I much prefer taking that out of context. That your box is similar to Katie's box, and you've got it set up the same. I just prefer to think of it that way. Are we landscaped the same? I don't know yet. Ooh. I like the term yet. yet. Yes. All right, Dawn. So you, so here it is, 23 minutes in. Let's actually get into our topic. So the Slave Journal, uh, I want to start off by 
giving you the physical aspect of what the slave journal is, what it mm -hmm. is from a physical perspective. It is simply, and you've had many of them, so you could maybe describe some of them, but the, what you need for a slave journal is simply a physical book or a booklet, mm -hmm. as small or as big as you want it to be, with blank pages in it. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, before we, uh, maybe we should talk about what the purpose of a slave journal is, or in general, well, what a slave journal is. And maybe, um, maybe the word journal is throwing people off as well, because there are slave journals that people keep that their master looks at, you know, that are actual reflections. Sure. You know, a book for reflections. This slave journal is, um, has a different purpose. In this case, when we talk about the slave journal, this is going to be more of the slave log. Yes. So let's, let's get that straight. So there are slave journals as in, I want you to keep a journal of your day-to-day -day life and how does this feel and how does that feel. And I've had you keep a journal that has been secret from me, mm -hmm. which odd that I can tell you to keep it secret from me, but I'm allowed to. I say, this here, on this journaling... I don't want to know what's in it. This is your personal journal. And never will you show it to me. Never will I ask you to show it. You can be as clear as you want. You can also create a journal that reflects that something I would want to read, right? Mm -hmm. Go after the scene. I want you to write it down in your journal. I'll pick it up and read it. And then we can share about it, whatever, blah, blah. This is we'll call the slave journal this one. This is the log. This is where... And you should go grab your slave journal so we can talk about some of the pages that are in there. One of the rules for the slave journal is that you know where it is, of course. Mm -hmm. the, the idea of the slave log is that when I give you a command, you write it down in there. When I tell you something important, you write it in there. When I, what else do you have in your slave log? Well, in the slave log, and it, it's or very slave, much... We'll call it slave journal from here on out. Okay. We've identified what we mean in this right. case. So the slave journal that I have, and I've had a variety of different types over the years, but um, it, you have to end up... Figuring out what works for you. Huh, I see two of them over there on my desk. But um, it, literally, that's what it is. Because there's a, a black leather one there. Um, because sometimes we get so busy that you can give me a command and it'll slip my mind. And it's not because I want it to slip my mind, but it's just because I haven't physically written it down. And um, I know, he's got a sticker on it. That's my sticker. I know, it's from your computer. It reminds me of you. This is, is this one of your slave journals? Yes, sir. Is it now? It is, actually. So what goes in a slave journal? Well, there's actually um, a few things in here. So, and most of, most of them are orders, though. Most of them I keep it on me. And when you tell me, you know what? I'm not drinking enough water. I want my water daily. Speaking of which, add that to your slave yes, journal. Yes, I'm not sir. drinking enough water. Go on. I, ooh. <laughs> I was getting ready to offer excuses. <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, so water daily. If you change, what kind, if we're shopping and you point out you want to try a different power bar, I'll write that down. If um, Things like that. And there's a lot of stuff in there. And sometimes I'll write little notes to myself as to why this is important. And it helps it stick it in my head or, you know, things like that. But there's very much a, a list of um, to-dos and orders. Or when you went vegetarian, I'd write myself a note that I need to come up with a couple of different meal plans and, you know, things like that. So just a very much a working journal. And I know we do morning uh, emails to each other as well. So I mm -hmm. have a block on my morning email that's also got my... Um, quote, MS orders sort of things. And I'm supposed to keep track on that and whether I've fulfilled it or not. And um, so all of that helps to keep me on task. 
And like I said, with, with memories, I don't want to say, oh, I forgot. I like to have it written down. And I use it with people that I'm training when you've got training situations going on too. And I'm like an yeah. alpha mm-hmm. space. I want them to have their notebook. So when I'm teaching them how to do this or how you prefer that or, you know, something along that nature, I want them to write it down because I don't want, uh, oh, I forgot, you know, or, or something like that. I want to point them back to where they wrote it down. You know, here's the steps you need to take. And, ooh, I just had a flash. Part of that comes from my old application support days. (laughs) (laughs) You want them to write it down so they're not asking the same question over and over again. They've got it in writing. So, and sometimes I'll look at it to see how it was written down to make sure they've got all the steps or, or got the intent behind what I was trying to teach them. The Slave Journal to me, Mm -hmm. it is a training tool. And, you know, we've talked about this fairly recently, whether slaves need to be trained or not. But I'm a big fan of slaves do need to be trained. And they don't need to be, they need to be trained both in general. Like, when we go to Great Lakes Leather Alliance in August, I want Bat to understand that that leather hat that guy's wearing is a, called a cover and a little bit of the history of it. And if some randomly, like I just did to Sierra, somebody says, will you hold my cover? They know how to hold it correctly. Mm-hmm. There's that level of training. There's also, though, there's Dan likes training. Dan wants training. This is the way Dan wants these things to be training. And that's the slave journal is a very effective tool there. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes a... Um, it's a, a stream of consciousness tool for me because I, as we grow closer in a master-slave relationship, I'm, I allow my instinctive responses, my stream of consciousness to flow easier and easier. For example, we were just at dinner the other day with Bat, and I came up with a command for Bat. I said, Bat, by the way, from now on, we're going to work on this particular thing. I don't know why that came up in my mind at that moment. It was something from earlier in the day. So I told her, back from now, I want, we're going to start working on this. What I expect her to do at that point was pull out her slave journal and make a note. I need to start working on this. I will remind Master, if need be, if I'm not getting enough information. Mm-hmm. Or if I told her, Bat or Dawn or whoever, from now on, I want, as you mentioned, from now on, I want my cappuccinos at 100 degrees instead of 110 degrees. Then you could take out your slave journal. You write it down. The part for me, for master, is I have ordered. I let it go. It's done in my book. Right. This is what I want out of a master-slave relationship, and this is why training is so important to me. That all I have to do is think it, and say it, and your job is to write it and do it. You know. Now there's that's actually a Zig Ziglar thing about how to get things done. You say it sounded familiar. <laughs> we actually presented on this a few years ago in our. I think it said uh, it might do it. Writing contracts. Yes, the writing contracts thing. And actually, part of our 10-minute running for International Master Slave Contest thing. So Ziggy says, you know, one of the things that you get, how you get things done, think it, say it, write it, do it, right? So, but fortunately, because we have this dynamic relationship, all I need to do, I think it and I say it, and it's done. You take the other half of it over, and I can let it go. The... Nice thing about it is that idea of give and release. You know, that's a connection builder for us. Mm -hmm. And as I see you've written it down, 
I'm more comfortable in letting it go. I'm more comfortable in saying this has ta been taken care of. Now, the nice thing is one of the rules about the slave journal. So what the rules around the slave journal is it has to be available at all times, mm -hmm. which means every once in a while, and I don't do this very often, but every once in a while I say, oh, hand me your slave journal. And I'll flip through it. And I'll, one, I'm checking to make sure you have it. Two, I'm checking to make sure you're keeping, you know, these random orders updated. But three, I get to look through it and say, you know what? Three months ago, I thought it'd be a great idea for you to start feeding me more water. And in that first month, oh, you did a good job. And these last two months, it's kind of slacked off. And I forgot how important it was to me. Looks like you've forgotten too. Bad slave. Get in the puppy cage. Crate. Aww. Crate. Aww. <laughs> You'd like the crate. I probably would. <laughs> so, and oh, should we take the crate to Twisted Trist? The big one? Not in the, the garage? Big one in the garage? I don't know if it's big enough for me. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be all wedged into my little marks. So, so the slave, that's, the, that's the power of the slave journal, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds very simplistic when you say, carry a notebook with you to write things down with at all times. But it's much like the collar and much like your little bracelets are becoming, where it becomes part of the, I don't want to say accessories, but part of the ritual implements of yes. being a slave, part of the things you connect to. I haven't asked Bat to see her slave journal in months, probably. But that doesn't mean that when she's getting ready to go out the door, she doesn't stop and go, whoops, let me make sure I got my little book, my little journal with me, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I expect you to open it up and look through it yourself on occasion as well. Absolutely. So, and I've seen her pull it out before or jot things down. And it, like you said, it kind of gives you a place of a um, trust, I guess, that it's going to be done. So if you see somebody, write it down. Mm -hmm. So when I tell somebody to write something down, and I've told Bat to write things down before, especially since I'm mentoring her as well, you know, hey, I'm going to teach you to do this. And she'll say, she doesn't say yes, ma'am, to me, but she says yes, Bella Dawn. It's so cute the way you smile when you say I know. <laughs> so, but I want to see her writing it down too, you know. So I, I, yeah. I love the positive response, and I love how you do that with her as well. So she'll say, you know, yes, sir. And you'll say, I want to see you writing it down. Right. And she's like, oh, yes. You know, and pulls out the book. And Jem did the same thing. You know, Jem had this nice little book. And I've gone through very a lot of different versions. So uh -huh. I try not to make it too big, but too small means I go through them too fast. And because the other thing that we do with the slave journals is when we go to meetings, like mass meetings, the MS roundtables we used to have, the house teas that we used to have, anything like that, electronics weren't allowed. Right. So with House Meta, with you... Electronics are not allowed to take notes. Right. And and people find that, and I find that a little annoying at first, because mm -hmm. I, as we mentioned earlier, not only am I a board game geek, I'm an electronics <laughs> geek. I happen to like having a thousand and one applications on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. uh, I use for note taking, I have to use something like Evernote because it has cross functionality, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. So, and I, whereas me, I'm actually very tactile. So I like having the electronics as a backup, mm -hmm. but I really liked having the rule of having to have a notebook. So I would be sitting in a, we'd be in an event, maybe sitting in a workshop. Mm -hmm. I'd be sitting at your feet or sitting next to you and you would hear something that you wanted to jot down and you would just have to look at me and I could hand you my notebook. You know, yeah, that's true. so there's things like that as well. And, um, it's just a, a way to provide service and, a way to keep track of things and 
I trust I'm going to follow through with a new order. If I write it down, you trust that I'm going to do it. If you see me write it down and you can let it go. So we all the way back to the beginning, we talk about the logistics. What is the slave journal from a physical perspective? As you just mentioned, it can't be electronic. I don't allow electronic slave mm -hmm. journals. The, pro the problems are multiple. First off, there is something very uh, cool, yeah. very tactile and kinetic mm -hmm. about picking up a pen and writing, mm -hmm. right? When, I, when people say, oh, I'm going to go journal, you know, I'm going to go do some personal reflection, you can do it on your computer and type, 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 but there's something about the act of picking up a pen and writing on paper that's very connecting. Absolutely. The other aspect of it is that when you pick up, an, whenever I see somebody taking electronic notes on mm -hmm. whether it's an iPhone or a BlackBerry or whatever, uh, yeah, they, they still have those Blackberries. Yeah. <laughs> um, in some parts of the country, I guess. Anyway, the, the problem is I do this myself. When I pick up the phone to check the time, I right. see I've also got a text from Barrick. I say, oh, well, let me see what that text from Barrick looks like. And I go into that. Mm -hmm. And it says, hey, check out this link about uh, robots. And I go, oh, a robot link. Let me click on that. And you're still going on with, right. hey, honey, did you get the milk? Or whatever the hell is going on, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the problem is with our electronics is they, they allow us to multitask. They're distracting they are distracting, and part of a master-slave relationship, part of the slave's connection to the master is that you are mindful of this master. Yes. You're paying attention to that and only that. So when you put something in the slave journal, there's a, a mindfulness quality of, I have accepted an order, mm -hmm. and the only thing on my mind right now is that order, and I'm going to commit that order to this, this journal. Because it's important to me. It shows the importance, and it shows that I want to serve, and it shows, mm -hmm. you know, just... Mm. And honestly, I like buying pretty books. <laughs> <laughs> I love buying journals. You uh -huh. know, you see all my journals. I've got pink leather ones and black leather ones and little things with little magnets on them. And some people like moleskin. And this one that I'm using right now is a little spiral bound one. Mm -hmm. But it's sky blue and it's got shimmery on it. So it'll last for a few moments. And then I'll probably go buy another leather one. Mm. But it's sparkly. But it's sparkly and it fits nice in my backpack. So... I don't know. Is that it for slave journals? Is, I think I, I think it is. I, think I certainly I feel like um, one of the things that I could do better from a slave journal perspective is to remember to randomly say, "Pull out your slave journal. I want to look through it." And do you know what's nice? Hmm. That feeling as a slave when I mean when you were like, "Do you really have your slave journal on me?" I really needed to tell you, "Yes, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I do have a book with the express purpose of writing your stuff down. You know, I'm I'm doing good. So there's it's a new book. There's nothing written in it right now, but it's there. I like that idea that you can ask me at any time, "Do I have my book on me?" and I mm -hmm. can provide it. Mm -hmm. So, I Wait, mean, whoa, whoa. There's nothing written in it. What about the water thing I just said five it, minutes ago? There is now. Page one, Water Daily, Great Big Star. Oh, great. I, I don't know if I like that. It makes me sound like a fucking plant. Are you stuck in a rut, have a hard time coming up with creative ideas, or just want to explore some new things in your existing relationships? Kinkstarter can help improve your negotiation skills, get your juices flowing, spice up your kinky sex life, and more. What and a bargain! bargain. <laughs> Find out more at eroticawakening.com slash kinkstarter. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.